You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. We're back. I'm Barry Newsbaum filling in for Dr. G. Welcome back to America Trends. The second of three presidential banks is coming up on Sunday. Dr. Gina is going to be there in St. Louis on the ground, part of the action. And we're going to be there, too, talking to her. But what do the candidates need to do and learn from the first debate to kill it in St. Louis? Joining me now, radio talk show host, the author of the book Liars and Whores, my good friend, Ethan Behrman. Ethan, are you there, buddy? Yes, Barry. Great to see you. Shabbat Shalom, my friend. Shabbat Shalom. All right. Liars or whores? Which one is which? Oh, my goodness. Well, I think we have a little of both from both. And that's the whole point of my book is uh, that's where we are right now. We have major party candidates who want to both lie about what they've done uh, and then they've hoard themselves out. In the case of Donald Trump, it's a little bit different because he was the one buying the politicians before. I'm not specifically buying them, but that's what it looks like when you make contributions to foundations, when you invite them and pay them a six-figure sum to come to your wedding. Uh, I know some people would say that's playing the game, but the game itself is broken, and that is part of what I talk about in my book. Well, you know, Donald talks about that, and he says, hey, I was just doing what everybody does. No one knows the system better than me. Ergo, hire me. I'll fix it. So let's, let's analyze what happened a couple weeks ago. Hillary, she picked up points after the debate. Tell me what she did well. Well, Hillary stayed on her game plan. She clearly prepared for the debate. She stayed calm. She stayed in control. And she let Donald, uh, Mr. Trump, get out of control. So she stayed on point, And that was all she needed to do. It wasn't even a great performance. I gave her a B minus for what she did in that debate. But the key was a B minus was way better than a D or a D minus, which is what Mr. Trump received. Right, before, we get to the, before we get to the Donald, I agree with everything you said, by the way. What did she do? Hmm, not so good. Well, I mean, she had that little smirk, that 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 uh, a little bit condescending smug smirk. She did that little dance. Yeah, I mean, right, that, thing, right, that was right, crazy. Yeah. That was crazy that she did that, that she was feeling so good. She actually let that out. By the way, that was the only unplanned thing that she did the whole debate. Yeah. And by the way, I think she was oozing. Oh, my God, this is great. I'm killing it. I think that's <laughs> yeah. what that was. Uh, totally all right. Agree. So let's go to the other side. What did Trump do right well the first 20 minutes he was on point he was arguing what he needed to argue to say look he's the outsider he's going to be change in washington i mean that is what donald trump is riding right now his challenge of course is to get past just riding those statements and so he got that part right in the first 20 minutes i can't tell you he did anything right after that yeah you know i i was watching in the beginning, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, they've got him reined in. He's, he's, he's the teleprompter Donald Trump, right? And then Hillary started hitting him with this personal stuff, and the plan went right in the toilet, and he became the Donald Trump of 4 a.m. tweeting about Marco Rubio or uh, Hillary Clinton, right? So yeah. he got sucked into the personal agenda, 
uh, you're ugly, I'm not ugly, you're fat, I'm not fat. It was almost, was it like that sixth grade-ish? It, it really was, and uh, he took the bait. She knew how to bait him. He took it. That shows you, one, he did not prepare for the bait. Look, Barry, both you and I have debated many times in our lives before entering any debate. I'm not even talking about in a formal, you know, Oxford rules debate here. You have to be prepared. This isn't the primaries where you're only talking in those debates for a few minutes, maximum, I think, grand total 15 minutes at a t in an entire debate. He had a 90 minute debate. He needed to be prepared for 90 minutes, which, by the way, you know, talking about weight, I'm wondering where with both of these people are very, very wealthy. They have a lot of money at their disposal. Where are their nutritionists? Why are they not on exercise regimes uh, to get themselves <laughs> mentally focused? I think both of them are failing at that, and I think both of them are bad models for America when it comes to health. All right, well, that notwithstanding that they're both chubby and they're old, what do you, what do you want them to do Sunday, Ethan, if they went to the Ethan Berman? This is how you prepare for the second presidential debate, because voting is starting now. Yeah, well, let's start with Mrs. Clinton. She has to do more of the same in terms of preparing uh, being ready for the debate, studying all of the topics so nothing is an off-the-cuff answer. Everything is so well rehearsed, it's natural when it comes out. Her biggest challenge, and I don't know how she gets over this, um, she does not strike me as the most personable of the people. And there are many reports out there. I've talked to people who say that she is an incredibly not nice person in person. And so that's going to be the challenge. Remember, it's the town hall format where Gallup has gathered uh, undecided voters like myself. I actually haven't decided who I'm voting for yet. People don't believe me when I say it other than my wife. But I really haven't decided for whom I'm going to vote. We'll work so on Gallup that afterwards. Has these people, and they're the ones <laughs> asking the questions. She has to connect with those people. All right. So she's got to develop a personality. Um, she has to develop a warmth and a humanity, right? Okay. What about the Donald? Not get sucked into the personal stuff? Stay on message? Be Donald the prompter, not Donald the tweeter? Yeah, he's got to move away. I know that that's what won him the primary, but remember the primary was a splintered race uh, of just the Republican base, really. And it's the general election now. It's time for him to demonstrate, and I think it's, honestly, I don't know that he has time to demonstrate that he's presidential, he's calm, he's cool, he's collected. Yes, he's smart. Yes, he's a billionaire. Yes, he's successful. I have to be able to understand that when Vladimir Putin or China or the Ayatollahs push the buttons with this guy, he's not gonna lose it. That's scary for the leader of the free world to have a temperament where he might be out of control and lose it. You know, and Barry, I know we're not even gonna get into this, but those charges, what he said today that came out I, it might be time for Mike Pence to step up for the Republican well, Party. I, I don't know. I, I'm a big Mike Pence fan, but real quick, before we go, how does the needle move after Sunday? At all? A little bit? Nothing. Quick answer. Yes or no? Uh, not really, unless one of them makes a major blunder. That's the only way the needle moves. All right, Ethan, great to have you. Thanks for joining, by, joining us. Coming up Thanks, next, Larry. we've got some great guests. Don't you go away. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project. 
a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.